Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Triple Clowns. It's me, G. Randall Johnson, alongside the beautiful Sarah Marie, Mrs. Big News, and a truck stop burrito, AJ Ryder. And we're here to give you the, to, this week, we're going to do the rainbow pick six. Uh, if nobody hits it today, where we're taping on Friday, which nobody will, they never do. <laughs> they have their uh, guaranteed giveaway of the pick six tomorrow and that is february 13th 2021 and we're gonna give you that pick six i might hold a couple back because i want to be the one who hits it alone i don't know why i'd give this away um but i hope you hit it too because then you, i get the money i i, I yeah. never yeah. would think i would hit it alone so i'm gonna give my picks and i actually don't think i'm well, gonna hit it so you know what's funny is like um you've turned me onto the tv show luck and now that i've watched it i'm like wow like you would think we'd pull all three of our knowledge together and maybe get like Sarge in there and we'd yeah. find a place to go. And, I have and, I, I, and put I, together I, a good ticket and do that. But we, we, yet, we are yet to do that. I actually have something I want to bring up later on and I'm going to use that clip to go on to the, um, our handicapping 101 that we do um, later on in the show really quickly. Uh, I'm going to try to tape that for everybody. And it's kind of, with that theory in mind, AJ. So stay stay tuned for that. So we're going to give you the Rainbow Pick 6 at Gulfstream, February 13th, 2021. Let's do it. It starts off in race seven, yep. I believe. I hope so, because that's what I started at. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope. But no, it does start off at rate, race seven. It is a mile race on the turf, a maiden for $50,000 for three-year-olds. We'll start... Who, uh, Randy, who do you All like? All right, I'm going to tell you right now, because it's going to be easy for me. And, and I'm going to say, and people are probably going to get mad about this, but this is what they do. And this is why no one ever hits this at Goldstream, because this race is, I mean, rule of thumb, they say most handicappers never bet a race with two time, if there's more than two first time starters in the race. This race has like, I don't know, eight. A lot. Yeah, so so this race to me is either I, I don't know how you can afford to hit the all button. I can't. So this is throwing darts. And I'm gonna give you four horses I'm gonna take. Five horses I'm gonna take because I have to. And if I had money, I'd play all here because it's I, I don't even know what to say about handicapping this race, quite honestly. And I know that's the first thing people don't want to hear. But mm -hmm. it's a bunch of first-time starters. So, so I'm going to say, like, if you're going deep in this race, go deep. Um, I'll talk to you a little bit about the horses I'm taking and why to help you out a little bit. But I don't – oh, God. Like, like this is, this is like, 80% of the people are going to be out after this first race. I will probably bet you on that. Who's going to be the favorite? I mean, we have Tour Duty, 7-2, first-time starter. Okay, Chad Brown, Gaffleone. I mean, is Chad Brown, Gaffleone a great jockey trainer combo? Sure. Taking the Ortiz brothers with Brown over that. But uh, I mean, so I'm, I'm actually going to take him. I'm going to take one, two, El Kabong, uh, because uh, once again, first time starter <laughs> with Chad Brown, I'll, I'll take first time starter in the two with Saez. Uh, why not? I don't know. I'm looking at their workouts. They all look the same. Slow. This guy in his workouts. One ran 103 at five furlongs. Not that great, but let's, I mean, whatever. I have no idea. So I'm going one, two, and I'm going to go with a four. Also, another first time starter out of Tappet. 
I'm playing a lot of first-time starters, if you guys haven't noticed yeah. this yet. Uh, I'm going to go the seven. Group hug, just because just sometimes everybody name. needs a group hug. But I also think, obviously, he's got some sort of uh, background. He's run before. He's run on the dirt before, never run on the turf before. That's fine. I like that. You know me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Junior Alvarado, he can get him out. I think I like that I stretched him out a little bit, going to a mile now, trying to figure it out. Ran at $85,000 before and didn't run terrible. So, I mean, if we're looking at class, I'm a, you know, group hug at 12 to one, I will take. Uh, I'm also going to go with the 12. Ever oh yeah, ever resting. Ever resting, five uh, to one. Yeah, I think this horse, once again, um, if you watch, I actually watched this horse's last race. And if this is one thing that if you're like, either I'm going all with all these crazy horses or I'm gonna sound like AJ here, or just single this horse, it, this is a horse I would strategy. just single. <laughs> AJ um, angle here. It is the AJ angle where it's like, well, no, AJ actually would be like, I'm either single this horse or I'm playing all the first time starters and not this, yeah, not horse. this horse. Well, uh, usually it's like, I'm going to play this one horse because it's either going to win or I've got three or four horses yeah. when I don't trust my single. If this was the last race on the card, and I'll be honest to everybody out there, if this was the last race in the card, I would single those five. I know how crazy that sounds. As a better, I don't want to get out of the pick six in the first leg. Um, which I'd rather because you don't get that anxiety and also you don't waste your whole day watching and not winning. <laughs> like you're out, go, go to the mm. store, go, go clean the house, do something productive. Cause it's almost out. a, it's almost a better spot to be in. It yeah, is, but yeah. it sucks. It yeah. sucks. Cause we all, we all like to do that. If this was the last horse, the last race, I might single this 12 here. Honestly, I might throw one of the first time starters in there, but since it's not, and I want to stay alive, I'm going to go with, I'll go 12 heavy, but I'm going to go one, two, four, seven, 12. First oh. leg. This is a 20 cent pick. Six. Yes, it is. Granted, I might go a little crazy. And, and, yeah. with that wow. and that's what I'm going with. All right. Well, I, I like the one here. Um, I'm strictly with the one and I'm, I'm also playing the 10. The one 10 I'm kind of strictly going off for the, jockey trainer combo here the one like you said tyler gaffleon and chad brown the 10 i rad and todd pletcher i feel like those are two you can't go wrong with the long shot i am going to be playing is the 11 lord of war now this horse has been out on the turf at a mile at Gulfstream. did really well this this is going to be his first time off of claim and a first time out as a gelding for mark cast so i feel like this is a good horse to be playing if if you want to play a horse that has at least taken to the track before, yes, there are a lot of first time starters, um, but this is a horse. I feel like that's a great play um, at 15 to one. I think it's a great price. So I'm going to be playing one 10, 11 here. This is a race that I like to see the early money on. This is one of those ones that one of these first time starters gets a lot of early money. Like we mm -hmm. talked about before. Mm -hmm. And I also like want to stress it out there. Like I did like, 10 to me, like 10, 12 is just the straight up play here, probably for a lot of people. I try to play against the 10 because I think he might be weirdly the favorite. And once again, I, I'm playing a favorite first time starter. I know, look, look at Santa Anita. They love to do that with Bob Baffert first timers. They do. Um, mm -hmm. And this is obviously a, a pleasure. When I tried to bet against him, uh, Smart money, sure. I think 10, 12, 10 is going to be your best first time starter. Take the most money first time starter, and the 12 is going to be the best starter 
of it. So, all right, this is this is a crazy race. I wouldn't bet it if it right. wasn't Texas. I would not bet this race at all. Yeah. Well, so I mean, I would. I would be stupid to do it though. Right. Well, here's my thing with the uh, the one here, the Chad Brown first time starter, is the fact that it's a Chad Brown first time starter. It's seven at two morning line. It's going to take a, a ton of money. Um, I don't think. I don't. I'm not going to include this one on my pick six, strictly because first time I'm, starters on the rail too. That's that's the, exactly. And, like and, that. and, yeah. and like I and I and again, I think you look. You know, the general public is going to think Chad Brown first time starter. It's. I don't think you're going to get seven to two here. So See, I, I think I, you I, will going, because of the rail theory. I mean, yeah, I, but I don't know how many people are going to look at the rail. I think there, how many people are going to look at Chad Brown first time. Yeah, I wonder. That, and, that's an interesting. And, and thing. so, like, regardless, even at seven to two, I don't like this horse at all. Um, so I'm going to toss him entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to look and right on the inside outside of that. And I'm going to look at the two and then I'm going to look at the three. Uh, the two I'm going to include uh, is a first time starter, but had just decent of work uh, body work as the one. But look, I've, I'm now getting a horse that's going to be probably not 12 to one, maybe a bit of an overlay going into that race. And then the three, you know, I'm not the biggest Barclay Tech fan in the world, but coming off a of maiden special weight, six and a half, uh, you still get Jose Ortiz on board. Now coming in, it's going to go a little bit longer. We'll see how he does on the turf. So at eight to one, I'm going to take a shot there. The other I like one Jose I really, on the turf. Yeah. The other one I like, um, another one who ran its maiden special weight here on the turf at this distance is the 12 Everlasting, who has been bullets in work mm-hmm. the last you know three times i don't know if that's gonna how how i feel about that but at the same time his ran once at a mile looked really good throughout it didn't have it didn't have it coming down the stretch that could have been a lot of different things uh with uh safi so i i think the 12 to me stands out head and shoulders above the rest even if I was going to place a win bet, I, I think I'm going 12 here. So Terrible start if you watch his last race. Terrible yeah. start. Yeah, yeah bumped uh, in a little bit. Yeah, and it wasn't great coming out of the gate. So I think 2-3-12 is my play uh, early mm-hmm. in this. All right. 2-3-12. All right. All right. Like I said, I mean, I think, you know, if that 12 wins it, I'll be like, I've wasted a lot of money. Um, but like, like I said, I mean, it is rule of thumb and everybody does say over two first time starters in a race, don't bet the race. Um, and this is triple that pretty much. So yeah, this is quite a lot. Well, for, for the sake of what we're doing, the pick six, you have to bet this race. You got to bet. Well, yeah. They, Deal don't, with they it. don't not let you do it. Deal nah. with it all, Randall Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I'd like want to do all that. Um, <laughs> all right, I, but work. No, I don't have enough money to do that. There you time. go. Right. Let's move on to race eight, which is an allowance optional claimer for $25,000. It's a mile on the dirt. And this is for fillies and mares, four-year-old and up. So, Randy, who who really struck your eye here? Uh, I really like, um, once again, if I did my, my strongest course in this race, I would definitely go with the six black magic woman. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why I think number one, this horse could just get straight up loose. And then the other horses that could be around, I don't think can run with this horse. I think, um, I just think this horse is 
in a sense, the class. I like that uh, uh, she went a mile last time. Um, but with that being said, I'm not going to just single this horse. I, I think this horse will be the favorite. I'm going to play this horse. Um, but I'm going to play also the, I, I really, weirdly enough, I'm going to go with a long shot here and play this horse O'Malley in the one hole. Uh, I like this turf to dirt, finally going to the dirt. This horse isn't bad. It's, it, it's around it. 10 for 17. It's a five-year-old mare. 10 for 17, Paco Lopez and Breen are a great jockey trainer combo. I, I like the movement here with this horse at 20 to one. I think this horse at 20 to one is a good price. And that's really why I do it. And I also think it's not like this horse has been running not at this company. I think this is the, I like the move to turf and I like this distance for a 20 to one horse. I do like like the one. Uh, I'm gonna also go with Funny Bet. And that's gonna be my other one here. I mean, this horse is hot. I mean, let's face it, it's been running around this company. It's three for its last three. I don't care where it is. When a horse learns to win like that, and this horse is also five for six on the board. Mm -hmm. I mean, this horse knows how to win here. I think this horse can stalk the leaders and be around. And when I say Black Magic Woman is going to be the favorite, it's either going to be the two or the six. So I'm going to go with the two favorites. I think are going to be the favorites. Um, maybe the eight does it. I'm not a huge fan of the eight here. Uh, I think they might be too far back. But I'm going to go with the two favorites in a long shot. So I'm going to go with one, two, six here. One, two, six. In the eighth race. <clears throat> well, I'm jumping on board with you there with the two, six. Uh, the two, the only concern I have with the two is that this horse has not raced outside of Kentucky. So I'm going to be interested to see how this horse transfers to the dirt at Gulfstream. But you're right. I mean, look at the, the three for three in the past three races. Like you said, uh, six starts, five has hit the board. This is a good horse. I agree with you that this horse is going to stock the lead. And then I think just in the stretch really let loose. That's where we're going to see this horse and how how she really performs on the track. Um, and I, I like the six here. Like you said, the, the last race was extremely impressive here at Gulfstream, ran a mile at Gulfstream going wire to wire. Um, and this horse, I just think has really taken to Gulfstream. Now they tried, they tried her out on the turf at Gulfstream as well. And she really didn't do that bad. She got third with a um, you know, a quarter, a, a length and three quarter length distance to, to the winner there. So it's a, if you watch the race, that horse really did perform. So this horse is really taken to the Gulfstream track. And I do believe this horse is going to be taking a lot more money than what you're going to get at three to one here. So I'm just playing two horses in this field. I'm playing the two and the six. And I agree with Randy here where come post time, you're not going to get that great of value on these two. They're both going to be the favorites. I believe so. Yeah. All right. So two, six for you. Yep. I'm going one, two, six. I need a bomb somewhere. Um, well, I hate to, to, you know, swirl the party here, but I don't think the six hits the board. Um, wow. Not a fan of the six. Uh, the eight, I think, is my top play. The eight, I've act, and I could be biased here because I've actually been, you know, I've played Gulfstream a lot in the past, and I've been following this horse for a long time. This horse 
it took a long time for this horse to get where it's at now. But when you look at its run over the, since about June in these allowance races and stakes races at Gulfstream, I mean, this has been one of the most profitable horses in Gulfstream in allowance races or anywhere really um, the last six or eight months. Can I ask you a question? Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, no. Why would, um, so do you think Irad Ortiz shares your opinion? Because he jumped off. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing, I know you love the jockey jump off, but if there's one thing we've learned, jockey jump off doesn't mean shit when exactly they could have a obligation to run a horse somewhere else. So the jockey jump off has never scared me. It never will. And it doesn't in, in this situation because Irad's only ran it twice. Uh, Zayas ran it before that. Treos ran before that. And then Zayas ran before that. And then Treos ran again before that. And and Luis Zayas has run on this horse before. So uh, that I know you like that angle. It's never something that really scares me whatsoever. So because it's it's the horse running the race, not the jockey. Jockeys lose races. They don't win them. Sure. No, no. Um, It's it's not about the jockey. It's about him making the decision where he's going to make more money. The jockey, or did he, or did he have an obligation to run for? I don't know. I'm going with exactly. That's different. It was Chad Brown. These two trainers. I feel like he had his choice. Look, you can throw the the jockey angle to me all the time. I will never once think to myself, the jockey is jumping off his horse because he didn't believe in it when he might have an obligation somewhere else. Like, and I've said it before. Like, I I get it. You like that angle. I don't. I just. I I don't think. I don't. you okay. get paid for winning. Well, Why don't you go on the horse? Are, are you trying? Not if you, not if you have an obligation to this trainer to have run it before. I, I'm looking at these. Trainers. Okay, it's okay. Not like it's take your angle. That, that's fine. You take your angle. I, that's fine. What I'm saying okay. is, it okay. means like I mean, my answer to, to your question he is, look at that it does not mean anything to me whatsoever. Because so, this horse has had this horse okay. has had a bunch of yeah. jockeys on it before. I just wanted to bring that up. And this is one I think. I'd even play the seven. So yeah. Well, argue I, I, that seven I, I, just argue uh yeah and i'm not playing the seven either so okay. um who are you gonna play with the, with the again I, again i don't I, I don't think that matters i just wanted to ask i'm gonna play the yeah okay. and well again it, again it's an angle i've never played and an angle i don't ever care to play okay. um outside of the eight the only one i think that i like if i'm gonna include a price is gonna be the five uh the five also has ran at this level uh, two times prior to this, one at the end of last year and, and one in January, both uh, top three performances. And look, if the eight doesn't get the run that I hope it does to win this race, I think the five is, is sort of my con- contingency plan here because I think it's eight five all day. Eight five. Wow. I think you're going to get a good price on this, uh, on the five. I think that's going to be an overlay. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So you go five eight. Okay, so we kind of covered that board. We, so, uh, okay, one, I, three, I do, five, I do six, want to ask you this. I do want to ask you this because you questioned yeah. me. Um, how about the one that you said uh, you don't mind the turf to dirt angle, but the one time it did run on dirt at Laurel got eight. Yeah, that was, like, that was like three years ago. Okay. When he was a baby. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm say you want to question my. I'm angle? not going to judge a horse you, three years. You, you want to question my angle? I'm going to question yours. <laughs> I was just asking. All right, asking. all right, all right. Well, you know that Irad doesn't. That's all. I. I mean, you might be smarter. I don't know. I. I was say. I mean. Um, well, now my. Listen, they can have side good. deals. You're right. I. I know. No. I just. Well, I, just, I mean, we. If there's one thing, bit, if there's one thing I've learned over the course of us doing this show is the fact the matter is. A lot of times, I, I think it's been disproven when we've talked to jockeys is sometimes they have to jump off horses to because they have obligations to certain trainers or their or their agent books them on somebody else. Well, not knowing that. not knowing that horse that they've agreed to run on has has been entered in the same race as another horse. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And again, the eight the eight doesn't have a specific jockey. It's it's I mean, it's had five or six jockeys over the course of, of it of its career, so. I'm going with, at the end of the day, probably with these two trainers, Irad had his choice of, do you want to ride this horse or this horse? You're right. The eight might've been like, we don't want Irad anymore. He, mm-hmm. he lost last time or whatever. You don't know. Um, but I'm going, I, I personally think those two trainers that. are going to be like, Irad had his choice and he might be wrong. Yeah. He might just like the trainer more. He might be like, whatever. I mean, look I like at Mike Smith. Horse. Mike Smith jumped off Authentic. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I mean, that might have that. They, 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 like, that's look, the, I, but that's that, that's thing, my though. thing is, I, to me, they we're go where they're where their allowance doing. race. I feel like that's more apt than the bigger races when you have obligations like Mike mm-hmm. Smith did to. So that's that's a whole different ball yeah. game. Yeah, that's a whole different ball game. Exactly, but let's move, right, on. Let's move on to the nine. Let's move on to race nine, which is a sixteen thousand dollar claiming a mile on the turf, and this is her four year old and up filly and mares. Will, what do you like? Uh, what do you like here? I'm trying to this get is quite, it's quite the large field. Now, mind you, there are four horses that are main track only. Okay. Um, yeah, this was another one that's like one of these. Um, I mean, yeah, and, and to everybody out there, I mean, we're, we're assuming this is going to stay on. Um, all these bets are, I mean, this is useless if it rains. One of the reasons why I'm like, I mean, you can't handicap mud until you're like literally in front of it. I don't bet on muddy tracks anyway, everybody probably knows that i've said that a million times mm-hmm. um i think you can make money doing it because you can catch all that other money that people bet before um that's a whole different angle story of all the people that play pick fours pick threes thinking it was going to be on a good track than not you can definitely make some money off of things um but let's just say it's main track uh, not main track only it stays on the turf um this was a really really weird race for me um, I, I've been a fan of Hop on the Bus Gus, the two. Um, I don't know if it's just because I really like his name. Uh, I think this horse is, I mean, do I venture to say the class when he, you know, when he's in a $16,000 claimer? In a sense, I feel like he's run against decent horses. I think he's been around, I think he does win enough. Um, I really like the two here, Hop on the Bus Gus. I think you definitely have the trainer-jockey combo here. Uh, So I got to play him here. And I also think that um, you're going to have a speed duel in this race. That's going to really screw things up. So I need to take a closer other than that. Um, Well, not so much a closer, but a more of a tracking horse. And that's going to be the eight. I think the two is a little bit of a closer. So I'm going to go two eight on this one. I'm going to go with um, 
how do you say that? Scat- Scatnap. Scatnap. Uh, I think this horse definitely can run this distance. I think it's been hanging around and has some pretty decent show or showings in bigger companies. And, uh, you know, we're talking about an eight-year-old mare. So this is yeah a little bit of a tough thing here. But so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try here. This, this race scares me the most. Um, but I'm going to go two, eight here. And I think those will be your top two choices, honestly. So hmm. I'm going to go dead chalk. I like the 12 here. I think that's going to be a top two choice come post time as well. Omnia at seven to two. Uh, this, yeah, maybe, yeah. this horse has really taken to Gulfstream. Now, mind you, in this last race, this horse uh, got bumped. But so if you could just throw that out, the two races back, he went wire to wire here on the turf at Gulfstream at a mile 16. So they're dropping her back. Um, I think he's going to get caught in that speed duel, though. That's why I don't think. I, yeah, and from I the outside, he's got to work there. really hard. To get to that lead. but this horse has has performed fairly well from far out post position so i do like the omni i do like omnia um i also like the eight too like you said scat nap at 92 here with Corey lannery uh this horse another has taken to Gulfstream fairly well won its last race at a mile on a nice firm track by six lengths so that's quite the victory to be had. So I think this horse is, you know, they've tried this horse at, at seven and a half. They've tried this horse at a mile and 16th. I think this horse's preference is really the mile here. So I am going to be taking the 12 eight. Well, sir, I don't think you're wrong that the 12 might, I, I don't think the seven stand a chance against the 12 here. Um, I mean, the seven Victor Barboza. Does anybody realize what that name is? Because that is 100% the name of uh Jack Sparrow's counterpart in Pirates of the Caribbean. Is his name not Victor Barboza? I have never Barbosa? seen those movies. Oh my god, like the Jack's the guy who sounds the guy, familiar. So, the, yeah, the original captain of the Black Pearl was Victor Barboza, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Uh, when we see that, but I I don't think the seven scares me with the 12. However, I'm not going to play the 12. I think I'm playing two horses here. Neither are going to be lower than 10 to one. The first one is going to be the six. Um, the six went into a starter allowance race last time. Uh, I can forgive that effort, but when I look at the numbers going into this and I, and I think how it's going the back half of 2020, and then now coming into this small claiming race, which it's won a claiming race higher than than what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look at the jockey angle, Randy, uh, his jockey stays on, and there's going to be time, yeah. at a mile, which they won at this distance last time out. I really like, it, especially at ten to one, Toa. Uh, I might include another bomb here, and that's going to be the ten. Now, the 10, if I throw out two times ago on December 27th, when I look at um, the same level we're, we're working with here, only lost by two lengths. It got fourth, but, I mean, they ran pretty quick for a 16K claiming race at Gulfstream. Two times before that, uh, came in second, still running a decently quick for, for, I believe, what this class is. In, in a claiming race. I think this is a horse that's been around 
And I think a horse, you know, is just turned five. It looks like it's finding its stride to me because this horse has never ran a 94 speed trigger before until last time out. We're going into a very similar situation, I think, with the with the with the field that it's facing here today. Um, and it has now got a a little bit more of an outside post position than it did before that I think um allows it to pick to pick and choose its spots. I I you know uh it, it's a closer. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's 21 for a reason. I, I do believe and think it's a big long shot. I'm going for the win on the six here, to be honest. But I think if the 10 beats me, um, who's training well, I, I'm not going to be surprised by it. If I don't include the 12, which I'm very close to, it, it's all going to depend on my ticket price. Uh, the 12 to me, Sarah, I'm with you there. I think the 12 um, – has got a very big shot here, but if I don't include the 12, it's going to be 610. 610, yeah. Fun fact, the 12 and 13 are both written by Louis Sayas. We know well, one's going to be scratched at the change of yep. Not um, entirely true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We, it's been proven that, that, a, that a jockey can ride two horses. We've proven a, this on our show. It's Where never been? been proven. It's just been it said been. by AJ. The, the triple it's clowns have never, proven. No, it's been proven. Yes. In a computer yes. race, one jockey has ridden two horses. That's true. Not a real race, though. Not a real that's, race. Who cares? Um, but, funny. okay, so, all right, so that's our, okay, so, hey, listen, it's Gulfstream. 20 to 1 is not that crazy. Nope. All right, let's move on to race 10, which is a 75,000, or excuse me, 53,000 allowance optional claimer, mile on the turf. And we have a horse that's coming back, which I'm pretty excited about. I'm excited about a horse and good lead in for the fact of 20 to one. Wow. Cause guess who's taking a 21 shot here. You are clear vision, clear vision. Correct. Right. Glad you can read the program and see it's the only one at 20 to one. <laughs> good job. Yep. AJ. Uh, yes. Uh, clear vision. I am going to go with, he's going to be part of my play. I'm playing three, but I am going to play clear vision. And I don't really understand this 20 to one. Um, I'm not playing Homer here because Robbie's on her honor i don't know anything once again i might ask though um but clear vision i do like because I, once again i like it because it's 20 to 1 and you're looking at a horse that just ran in a grade three and you know at a mile and a half now there's one thing this horse we can see can do and it's run forever you know horse had a bad break was five wide two races ago at two miles and came home I mean, I get it. I know if people are going to say that no horse racing, they'd be like, well, you're chasing a lot of really tired horses. But so we know this horse has the distance. Ran two miles, had a bad start, and ran pretty well in a stakes race. I don't understand this 20 to 1. So you ran two stakes races, three stakes races in a row, correct? And you're 20 to 1 in this race, a $53,000 uh, claimer. It must be saying you can't go a mile. But when you look back, at its thing, same thing, bad start at Aqueduct was only four and three quarters off at the last time we ran a mile. But you look, this horse isn't that bad, you know, at a mile against who it's going against. And and I just think for 20 to one, I like this horse and it's mm-hmm. Gulfstream. So if this horse can somewhat be mid-pack, it's gonna run down these horses. At 20 to one, gonna be around on the board. I gotta give it a shot. 
Um, so I'm going to go clear vision. And that's my 20. And I had to lead it with the 21 because we just basically led into the 20 to one thing. So I'm going to go with clear vision, 20 to one, but I'm also going to go with another longer shot is the three. Was that Lamentine? Lamar, Lamar time. Lamartine. 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 Okay. Lamartine. I'm going to go with that. Um, I think this horse, once again, the 12 to one, you're not going to get at Gulfstream. It's going to be lower. This horse is going to be lower. This horse is going to be loose. And you know me, I like when a horse gets loose and betting the closer as well in case they get a speed duel so I can't get that lone speed up front. So I'm going to go with the horse that's going to go to the lead. Um, and I don't think this horse is that honestly short. I, I really don't. Um, I know we talk about that in different races. This horse gets loose. It's not like he's going to be easy to catch. Mm-hmm. If you can set decent fractions. So I think I like this 12 to one. I like the three. And then I want to go with the chalk. Structure. We've talked about this horse before. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how we talked about this horse because I tried to figure it out when I looked at it. I don't know why. But once again, a horse that's hot that won the juvenile turf. I mean, how do you not bet this horse? And that's probably why we talked about the horse, by the way. It was a juvenile turf winner. Um, but I mean, we talked about this horse before that. I, I remember that. Um, I mean, if you're going to single something, sure. Um, these horses are all coming off decent races once again. So I'm trying to get a price and I'm going to go with the dead chalk that should win. And that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, Structures 3 and 0 has done nothing wrong. Yeah, no, he has done nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Um, I'd say the only concern with structure was he hasn't ran in over a year. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Hasn't run since 2019. Yep. Um, Late 2019. So, but I mean, this is a horse that I have in my play as well. I feel like it's hard not to play this horse. I'm excited. I remember we talked about this horse coming back and he never did. Because I think we went through an undefeated roster before. I think that's what it was. We went through an undefeated roster and we talked about this horse. Yeah. Undefeated. Um, but I am Chad Brown, Jose Ortiz. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that combination. Like you said, this horse is three for three. We'll see how this horse does after quite a long layoff. But uh, this horse is definitely in my play. I'm very excited to see Structure back on the turf. I also agree with you on the three. My play here is just through three five. I like the three here. Lamartine, it's its first time out since being gelded. Now, this is a horse you watch. This is an angle that we've brought up on our show before the turf to dirt. As this horse goes back and forth, back and forth. Now, he's, this horse is coming back on to the turf, first running a mile. Yes, I just brought that up. I know. It's another angle we use. Yep. So, this horse first uh, coming back at a mile on the turf. This horse, I'm, I'm excited to see how this horse is going to take to Gulfstream here. So my play here is going to be the three, five. I don't think you're getting 12 to one in that three. I don't. I, no, I, I, listen, don't. I think I structure because people are going to see it are going to be, I mean, that horse might be one to nine, might be one, at least one to one. Um, and I think the three is going to get played a lot. It's Gulfstream. You can have a 12 to one shot become a two to one shot and no one yeah. even thinks twice about it. Right. But yeah, AJ, what do you think? Uh, well, I'm, I, so I want to take the five here, but again, you just said it. We're at Gulfstream. The favorite wins here, like 5% of the time. 
So especially when you have a favorite at nine to five, and again, if you think it's going to go down to, you know, less than that, um, ever having not run in over a year, like to me, it's not a knock on structure because I think, I think he'll come back very strong. I don't know if this is it. So if I'm going to play and and put my money in, into a, a pick six scenario, Right now, I like the seven a lot more than I like the five. Um, the seven coming off uh, at a mile and an eighth at a stakes race at Keeneland. Before that, one uh, 65K allowance at Belmont and has been running extremely good numbers. And I don't think anybody's talked about this horse yet. But the fact of the matter is six starts, three wins. Two of them are its last two times out. I think Ever Dangerous is you know, his namesake here where I think he's very dangerous. Um I agree with you too. I'm including the eight in clear vision I, for everything you just said. And especially considering, you know, what this horse has gone against, even when I look at, um, you know, it's fifth place finish. When I look at the fact that it lost to Sir Anthony, Sir Anthony is very good. And he got bumped at the start and is, it is number proved that And the same t- And then right before that, an aqueduct got bumped to the start and still ran a one thirteen against therapist and valid point Delaware, I mean, I think this horse is super dangerous here, and I'm going to play it for a price to tr- to try to jack up this this uh, this pick six. But so for me, the seven, the eight of the play, and then the one I'm going to include as well. Yeah, the seven. Think, went, go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. What, what do you want? The seven? I was going to say, the, yeah, the seven was one that I went back and forth with once again since I used like ten horses in the first race. I couldn't right. Do more. Seven well, was definitely one I went back and forth with. But I do want to know. It's funny, um, and you wonder. Um, just food for thought. Look at the uh, structure jockey thing when we talked about that earlier, where Irad ran him, and mm-hmm. then Jose, Jose won mm-hmm. the juvenile on him, and now Irad's back. Uh, no, and no, no. Then Jose went to the four Grand Journey. I, I just, and I'm not saying this has anything to do with it because it's Irad and Jose. I mean, it's probably whatever. Well, I wonder Jose how that conversation never, goes. Jose has never ran on this horse. I don't. What do you? Jose mean? ran on the last time, the five. No, Javier did. Oh, the five. No, no. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about the seven. No, 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 no. The five. The five. No, Jose's never been on. This Irad horse. did it the last three races. Irad. Well, it was only three races. Irad, Irad, and Jose wins the. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Irad had a different ride for that race, and and they got Jose. And Irad went back to, I mean, Jose stayed on, but Irad is on the four. I, and like I said, I don't think this has anything to do with whatever. I just wonder how that conversation is. I wonder if those two guys talk about it. It'd be very interesting to like hear that. Like they're like, hey, uh, do you want this horse? And I'll get this one because I'm, I'm going with well, I would one. imagine. Do they have the same jockey agent? They might I don't know. I, I think I not. think that plays a bigger factor into into where these guys go more than anything else. I think at the end of the uh, day, it's probably their decision. I think those guys don't even barely need an agent because probably, you're right. They probably you know, don't. They're those but, guys. Who are but it, like, but it, but, it, but if you're if if you're the two top two of the top jockeys in the game, do you want to have to go 
to these trainers and, and beg them for rides. No, you're going to have somebody do it. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. no, no, no they, that, I'm sure they have I mean, an like, agent. I just don't know how much. I think, to, I think for them, it's sort of like well, whatever they put me on. Like, well, I think it's like Mike, they're I good. Like Mike I mean, calls even if me and my brother are in the so same so. race, we're going to be on a two to one shot or we're going to be on. I know. I know. I, I three just, to I one just, shot. Like so I, said, I don't not, think for them, it really matters. I'm not trying to outside of that. So I'm not trying to put an angle on it. I just think it's probably interesting how that comes about with those two because they're brothers. Yeah. So you know they talk probably. I'm sure they have a good relationship. Probably not. They probably hate each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I've seen them get interference against each other, which is exactly. Awesome. I mean, yeah. there's a good point. They did. But I, no, they do. They do. You so can anyway, see back they, to they my picks. And it, back to my picks. Anyway. Um, I thought you were done. So, so when oh, no, right. not, not. you were done. No, I'm not. Seven eight. No. Seven eight and the one. Yeah, oh. one, so one, seven, eight. That's what I wrote okay, down. Yeah, well, can I talk? Okay, well, I have the one, too. I won't talk about it because apparently I'm not. No, I'm, no, oh, I didn't talk about did. the one. Yet. I thought you did. I'm sorry. Go ahead, talk about the one. No, nope. the, I have the one here, too. I'm not going to talk about it. Good. All right. Nope. I don't want to. Well, anyways, <laughs> let's move on to the next race. Here I'm going to take the penalty more, and not talk about it. I'm more excited to see who AJ's picking in the next race. So it's uh, the race 11 at Gulfstream. It's the grade three Gulfstream Park Sprint Stake. Six furlongs, $100,000 purse. It is on the dirt, and this is for four year olds and up. Why are you, why? Is there a horse? Is there some sort of AJ angle here? Yeah. Oh, there is. I didn't is see it. Well, I usually pick up on those. Really? You didn't see it? It's like right in front of your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, I'm not. And I really. I'm not I, playing that horse, actually. I I am, actually. Are you? Um, I'm not going the play. Batman angle that AJ initially took with this horse. But I, it's, it's still a good angle you should consider with this I horse. I don't even know what the Batman angle is. Oh, I'll talk about well, it. Don't oh, you worry well, about here, it. Well, can I, I go first it. then? Can I go first then? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, again, this horse won the Gotham, and then when you win the Gotham against all oh, Bruce Wayne's funny. horses, uh, and the money he's got to spend, I mean, oh. it's hard to bet against this horse going forward. But no, in all seriousness, uh, I do have the five mischievous Alex as one of my picks because, well, when we, when we look back at the Gotham and how he was instantly, you know thrown forth as a derby contender back when we first started the show you know 20 years ago didn't did not come back well but has now come back to Gulfstream and won an allowance race at 52k and then is now going back you know at six furlongs mind you and ran a blistering one minute eight seconds i mean that's fast i know gulf stream is always fast like so it's it's hard to like i mean run a minute flat brian in six furlongs here let's be real that's not that's well i mean <laughs> gulf stream is gulf stream gulf stream is always okay, is always yeah. very fast and minute eight i mean i don't care where you're at it's still a blistering pace and if this was any longer i i might not include mischievous alex here but in this specific case is the horse that's won five of its 10 starts, been on the board, uh, seven of its 10 starts. All of them have been longer. I think this is a distance this horse wants and this horse needs. And if you're going to put him now into a graded stakes race, I think this is the most dangerous horse in the field. So I'm I'm, I'm 100% going to have the five here. Okay, what the else? Other, the other horse I want to include is Shivery, but I'm not going to. Shivery to Ooh. me is... Okay. I like Shivery, but I cannot get past the the uh, the mile 
that Shivery ran against Sovalante and Jesus' team, where Jesus' team got on my radar uh, in that allowance race. I, it was not long before the Derby. Uh, I remember talking about this race, and Shivery just looked uh, not uh, – didn't not look great. So I'm going to throw Shivery out here. I think if I'd won, Shivery might be a great, great price if you're going to include her or include him there. But uh, outside of that, if I'm looking for more of a price, I might include um, the the ten written down. That must be the one. Um, yeah, the one. Uh, Edgemont wrote, and I'm going to base it off the fact that it went to Tampa and won at 109. That's and, a fast time there. And, and killed the field. Yes, exactly. But before that, at Keeneland. Looking at that number, and then at Keeneland, when you look at the six furlong split, 108 76 in the seven furlong race, um, got third by two lengths of Sleepy Eyed Stott and ran a 120 yeah. time form figure. Before that, ran a 121 uh, at Keeneland, winning that race. I think at 12 to 1, this is a fucking steal. Yes, for Edgemont Road. I agree with you 100%. If Mercedes Alex does not win this race, Edgemont Road will. And you're going to get a hell of a price on it. Well, here's the thing. I don't even know. I mean, everybody's going to bet on Mr. Gonzalez. I don't have him in there. Are you done your picks? Are you, are you done? It is a one five. Yeah, I might include the three, but uh, I mean, my top two are the, the one of the five. All like right. if I'm, I'm going to play I'll, a pick six and I'm, and I'm trying to limit my, my price. It's yeah, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump all over your one here. And and the fact that got beat by Sleepy Eyes Todd and True Timber, which are much better horses. I mean, like I, than I, everyone I else the in the Splinter's field. list and they're on there. And much better than what Mashibi Alex has even gone against mm-hmm. in the sprint. Mm-hmm. And and was pretty close. And listen, winning at six furlongs. Let's put that into perspective. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a horse that's a top 10 sprinter in the country, ranked that way in Sleepy Eyes Todd, that you were beating by three. I know races are different. Maybe, you know, might have. But he was still winning by three at that point, running a 108 at Keeneland and a big number. I don't think you're going to get this horse at 12 to one. If anybody has half a brain, it's going to be, he's going to be, well, especially you, you, you're throwing Jose on now, but I love and, the fact that if you're playing a pick six or yeah. late pick threes or pick fours before this thing is, I mean, it has to, to be, there, there's not a play out there where you don't include this horse. There's I not. love this horse here. I love the one here, especially at 12 to one. If he was five to one, I would still play this horse. It's not even that I would still play this horse. I'm going to throw out mischievous Alex because I'm not a huge fan of him at this distance, honestly. And I think he's going to get overplayed. Um, so I'm going to go with the other speed in this race because I think there's two horses are going to go to the lead. And I think they're going to steal this race at six furlongs. And that's going to be the six wind of change. Um, once again, was in that Sleepy Eyes Todd Forensic Fire, another top 10 sprinter in the country. And you're three and a half to that horse at seven furlongs. Once again, beating those horses in that race. If I play the one, I have to play the six. It's weird that the six is nine to two and the one is 12 to one. I don't know who makes these morning lines when you look at that angle right there. We're in a 119. I know we like those. those well, I, I, think, I think the reason you're getting nine to two years is because this horse has spent time at Lone Star and what, Canterbury or what, CT? Yeah, but what's edge? Why is edge? Why is the one 12 to one? That's more my point. I'm not saying the nine. Well, well like, you're right. I, I think I well, I think you're not getting because I, I think I think the six should be probably favored over 
the five. Realistic. Well, in my opinion. But once um, again, once again, it's it's we what we talked about. It's what the public will bet. So the five is going to get a big edge because this is a this is a derby trail well, horse. I mean, I think you you look at the past performances and you. I mean, great. Yes, I, I, I know Mississippi yeah. ran in, a, in two Grade Ones. The but regular it's not public like finished great. Yeah, yeah. I I think if you ask the, the the actual person making the lines to say what he's betting, what he's going to bet with his own money, you probably are closer. I mean, I don't know if it'd be favored over it, but you're closer than those two lines. And the one, I have no idea. I, the one makes no sense to me at 12 to one. I don't know what they were thinking there. I think if you bet the six, how do you not bet the one? I would have, well, it's got to be the dip going to Tampa and running 100. No, it, it is. It, it, but, but 12 to one. I'm, I'm going with, if I yeah, made this morning yeah, line, it, you know, like we always say, you know, how sometimes we talk about, I like to look at the horses and make my own morning line and not look at it. And I think that's a great thing to do. If I made this morning line, yes, I would have the six favored and, and maybe it'd be nine to two. I don't think that's far off or whatever, but I think I'd have the one at like five to one, <laughs> you know, not 12, mainly close. Well, let, let's uh, let, instead of, uh, you know, questioning it, let's thank the racing gods. And say like, thank you for making edge. Oh, and there's such a part of me that thinks the morning line guy is like, I'm gonna get such a price on this one because I did that. Because because you know why? I would probably do that. Wow, you're questioning the morality of the Gulfstream morning line. So much. Wow. Not um, so much. That's a big shot to whoever makes the morning lines down the golf stream. And I think I'm we should just, find I'm who, they, saying, who that is and bring them on because listen, you are I basically calling them a that. fraud and a cheat. Listen, I asked David Aragona that straight up. So I'm not somebody who yeah. won't ask. I asked David Aragona if he ever does that. Well, don't get me he wrong. Said no. I, I love David, but I I asked him about his morning lines at Aqueduct all the time. No, I asked him if he actually does that. Yeah. <laughs> I also asked Mark no, Patterson if he holds if he holds stuff back because he knows he's going to get over back. They all deny it. Yep. Which they probably have to. Of course, they <laughs> have they, to on camera. So you're taking you're taking what here? The one six? That's it. <laughs> one six. All right. Number one six. I can't bet them all. No, you can't. Well, uh, your name is all. I know. Apparently, he is. All right. Well, I I'm gonna. I like a horse here that no one's really talked about. I like the four Cajun Burner at six to one. This horse is taken to Gulfstream. You look at its last race. Won its <coughs> last race, which was a stakes race, the Sunshine Sprint here at Gulfstream. I I think this horse is is getting a little bit overlooked, which I, you know, take it six to one, not, not the biggest long shot on the board, but is a nice price to play here. I am going to be playing the four with, I like shivery. I'm playing shivery. I know you guys uh, don't have this horse in your picks, but I like that they're dropping this horse back to six for our longs. This horse obviously has run in stakes company before. I'm excited to see this horse back here. He did all right. Uh, back in January racing at Gulfstream. And then, of course, I'm taking Mischievous Alex. Um, not for the Batman angle, but it's not a bad angle. Uh, this horse... It's one... a bad angle. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. not. No, it is. It's not real. Ask AJ. No, it's a thing. Yeah. It's not real. You go to Gotham City and you beat There's all no Gotham Bruce City. Wayne. Yeah, he won the Gotham City. You beat Stakes, all of Bruce Wayne's saisons. I mean, it, it's a pretty big win. Uh, it's a whole, yeah, it's a whole different thing. Gotham City doesn't exist. <laughs> But no, Mischievous Alex ran uh, back in January at Gulfstream, won that race, did really well. This horse also won the Swale Stakes last year here at Gulfstream as well. So this horse seems to be taken to 
This horse does fine with traveling and does fine with the Gulf Stream track. And, and I've had his on here. Did you write Cajun Burner? Yeah, she did. Cajun oh, Brother. It's Cajun Brother. Oh, no, it is but, Cajun Brother. Oh, well, yeah, can, can, I, I, can, I, can I just no. interject? No, you can't. No. no, like no one wants okay. to hear. No one wants to hear. No, 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 no. This is about fun of Sarah's Cajun Brother. Cajun Brother. If you look, and this is a shout out to Vic Stoffer. Because he will tell you AJ's favorite horse that he will never let die, Cajun Brother beat last time out. Yep. Oh, extravagant uh, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was I, your I, angle you were going with. I was not. No. Well, not the extravagant. I will go with the with verb angle because I like with verb a lot. And um, this horse did come out and ran less than a length behind with verb. In yeah. that allowance rate at 42 or 48k. This is a good race. I mean, it's a good race. I mean, it's this a, is a good race. A so I'll be excited to see, especially some of these horses that were in the talks last year with the Derby Trail. Um, it's excited to see them in this kind of great company again. But let's move on to the final race of the pick six, which is a 50,000 maiden mile on the turf for three year olds. This is it. What were your picks in this final leg here, Randy? I have a single. Because I have to at this point because I was spending way too much money. Um, and I'm just going to single straight up the 12 here. It's another race that I'm like, if I flip-flop the two races, I would do the opposite. Yeah. The first and last one. Um, but, I mean, Irad's going on uh, from the outside. I think this horse will get a loan in the lead. Uh, I don't think there's anything that's going to really challenge him to go out there. And, I, I mean, tried turf, I mean, dirt a couple times. Once again, what we talked about before is a lot of times it's just what you fit into. That might be why this horse is on turf. It well, might not be really, like they're trying something. It could be because it's the only thing that the conditions really that much difference of the turf, turf and the dirt at Gulfstream. Yeah, because it seems real. very, very well. I know, but it seems very, very sandy turf there. Oh, well, it is because I mean it's when you, you see know, sand. Beach, get so that's why out. I'm wondering is. Is it that much of a difference? Yeah, um, no, not as much as a lot of the deep tracks that are really grassy. Sure, I mean, Kentucky Downs and things like that that are very lush. Uh, Santa Anita is actually pretty heavy turf in a sense, I believe. When you see, the rule of thumb is when you see dirt getting kicked up by a horse that's on turf, yeah, it's it's not like, yeah, a European's going to come over and be like, what the hell is this? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a rule of thumb. And it's beach sand there, obviously, because they're on the beach. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. It, I mean, you're right. It's not as much of a difference. I thought you were going with the synthetic route, but it's not that much no. of a difference. But I also think, once again, this could be a condition book thing. We're being like, hey, listen, we tried dirt twice at 50. Let's just go. To, we, we got a turf race available. Let's see what he can do. Um, you get Irad aboard. Uh, it's a good spot for him. Five to one being pretty much lone speed, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to single him and take my chances. No, I agree with you here on the 12. I really like the 12. I have him in my play. I, I, I kind of struggled with possibly sing, singling him, but I ended up opting not to single him. I will going to be playing the 12 for a lot of the same reasons you had just, we already kind of mentioned here, um, but I'm going to be playing him with the three floriform at five to two. This horse has run on the turf at Gulfstream. He ran a mile on 16th, so they are dropping him back down and distance here, but I, I think it's only going to benefit him more. I think this horse is a, a good play here to kind of stock the 12. 
So I do see the 12 being the pace setter here, getting to that lead. He's in the 12 post post position. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge there, but I think it's, yeah, like I agree with that. It's fine for him, but I I am going to pick the three here to play with him. Uh, Well, sir, I think you're hundred percent correct on three. I mean, this for a scooter on on dirt twice, you know, at Churchill and then came down and, and damn near broke its maiden and wouldn't even be in this race. Um, mm-hmm. It's last time at Gulfstream on the turf. So I think by far, I mean, this is a, I think the three is a borderline single by like a lot. I think the three is going to be too far back. That's my problem. Uh, well, no one cares what you think. Cause it's my turn. But that's, um, that's my, but that's, that's my only problem with the three. I think he might be too far back. Uh, uh, well, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you see the three in mid pack, then yeah, I, I agree. Well, I think I don't know. I, I, I don't think know if I can fully agree. The last I, race I, was... I, th- I, I think it was set up to close at a mile and sixteenth and didn't have it. I think it's got it at a mile easy, easy. I think. I mean, again, this to me is a borderline single. It's hard to single a horse in a maiden in a maiden race, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. But if I was desperate to knock horses off my ticket um i might considering shaving a few off in this race because of that uh that being said let me go with a bomb because why not that's what you do uh yeah exactly um it's going to be the five uh pulsar i think it ran incredible in, in a low level maiden claiming race on the on the turf on the dirt they liked what they seen then they went to a maiden special weight here on the dirt again um, down in Gulfstream. Now I think this horse, when you look at it, it the way you know the breeding numbers, I think is more suitable for the turf. And I think when they're looking for another breakout performance, because this again, this horse ran really well in its first time out with Gaff. Now you got Julian on, and I think coming into this one at thirty to one is worth a shot to kind of shock everyone here. And if I'm going to, again, go with a pick six ticket, and if I can include this horse, especially for the price, I think it's worth a shot to include. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like this horse a lot. And the other one I'm going to include here, because I, I mean, it, it, again, it's a maiden special weight and you never really know. So I feel like you have to go at least two to three deep in, in these types of races. The other one is going to be a horse that ran with um, the three before in that main special weight is going to be the 10 now the 10 started on the on the turf uh it's now got louis Saez, which i like a little bit more because i do think the first time around even though it ran pretty well i don't know if this horse was 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 told to um i think it was more of a jog around more than it was trying to win this race um when you looked at where it started where it finished and how it ran in the middle there, we drop it back a little bit. I, I think the tenure is very dangerous. I actually had notes on the 10 too. He was one of the ones, like I said, if we reverse the races, the one this, I'll take more. He, I had notes on him as well because of the fact if you watch that race and I, and I am a true believer, especially first time out when you start like he did and then run into a wall, you tell I'm going with, that that's the jockey knows at that point to be like jog him around. Yeah. He might not have the intentions because you're not allowed to do that, but I don't think those intentions, but you have a bad start. You get blocked. You know what? Just well, don't re- get hurt. Yeah, just... You're probably not going to hurt the board. 
Let's just, well, because you, you look at where it was at, at a mile, it, you know, it was eight lengths back, and then it, it clearly pulled off from there. At, as, yeah, exactly. Like he knew he wasn't going to get yeah. in the money, so why hurt the horse? And that's what I mean. Even after the start, I can't imagine, like, how bad he started with um, him being like, okay. And then I think he got – he checked himself, which, which horses do – especially first time when they get near the rail and other horses on the side of them. And then probably the jockey was just like, all right, like, we're not going like, to get, we're not going to make any money. We're, we're not making money here. What's and the I'm point? I'm sure that's like, what the trainers tell them. Listen, get them around, get them around healthy. And, and, and I do think there is something to that second start when you see a pattern like this. And I, and I do, I, I like that pick at eight to one. I do. Like I said, um, he's one of the ones I would include. Um, I just can't because I'm up to like $36 and I don't, I only give you something that and, I And he only has 50 play. bucks in his bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have $32. So I'm actually, if so anybody can donate money to me, I'll give you my uh, Zillow account. Can you account please donate like four, $4 your, your you know, Zillow uh, account? What is that? Not Zillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're looking at apartments right now. I have Zillow under mine. Um, yeah, uh, not Zillow. Uh, what is that called? Zell. Zell. That's close. That was close. All right. Well, you can find Randy at Zillow. Find me at Zillow. At all Randall Johnson. That's a on Zillow. Uh, he might be your realtor. I don't know. Things are getting really confusing. Zillow. Zell. I meant Zell. I know. And literally, I've been on Zillow. I know what you meant. Oh, my goodness. That was, that's a well, great, please that's donate to me and AJ Ryder on my Bumble account. Yes. <laughs> I know what that is, I think. That's a dating site, right? Right? Don't ask me. I have no idea. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. We're out of the loop here. All right. Well, that was a good ending to our pick show. <laughs> good luck to everybody in that mandatory payout of the Rainbow Pick 6 at Gulfstream. Uh, good luck and let us know your picks in the comments below. As always, hit that subscribe button and the thumbs up. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Yeah, See you later, everybody. All right. Triple Clowns is a production of the team at Big Umbrella. Rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Send us your questions at tripleclowns at gmail.com and you may be featured on a future episode. Follow us on social media at clownstriple on Twitter and Instagram and follow me, AJ Ryder, at Troy McLean WWE on Twitter. Like and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. All right, guys, for AJ Ryder, I'm out of here. See you later, everybody.